Steve Peters is a featured artist in the Jack Straw New Media Gallery. His installation is titled Lisoish Dush Antipasadush, Lessons from the Ancestors. I did an artist residency in July of 2011 with an organization called Binaral, which is in Portugal, started by two brothers, Luis and Rui Costa, who are twins. And they grew up in this little town called Nodar, which is up in the mountains of central Portugal. And at some point, they got some land there and a house, built a house, and they decided to open it up to artist residencies. And they just happened to be especially interested in sound, although it's, it's open to various kinds of media, but primarily sound is their, their main interest. I was interested in Portugal because part of my family background is Portuguese from the Azores. And so I'd been watching this residency program, and the year that I applied, the theme was all about ways that the human voice and the environment interact. And so it was a really interesting experience, uh, three weeks living in a very small little village in the mountains, like 25, 30 people in this village. And so I just worked like crazy for three weeks. And then at the end of the three weeks, there was a festival where the artists all present their work and people from the communities, the community and the communities around come because there's this whole network of little villages. And then also people would come from the, some of the nearer cities like Viseu and Porto that are within a couple of hours away. I got there and I'd asked them if it would be possible to do an installation in a church. Like I said, is there a little church in your town? And they said, oh yeah, there's a church. Sure, you can do something there. And it was this tiny, tiny little chapel in this village. All of these villages have a chapel like this and they're basically built and maintained by one family as sort of a promesa to the church. And it had a bell and there was a chain. It's just like anybody could come up and pull this chain and ring this bell. And I got very excited about this. Also next to the chapel was a little tiny graveyard with you know, maybe 10, 15 graves in it or something. And I, as I went around to all of these, like at that point, they I asked them about this and they said, oh yeah, you can ring the bells. And, you know, and I said, well, are there other bells around? They said, oh yeah, all the little villages have little chapels with little bells. And I was completely ecstatic. So they took me around to see all of these. And so I started writing down the names of all of the uh, people in the cemeteries. And then and recording these bells, and it sort of started from there, and it became about this idea of how knowledge of the natural world is passed down from one generation to another, and the people that have lived on the land are now part of the land, and the, the knowledge that they passed on lives on and keeps moving. So I wrote down all these names, and all, I have all these recordings of bells, and I also got a list of all of the local flora and fauna, all the plants and animals and insects and snakes and birds and everything. And 
had people reading the Portuguese names for all of those things. Because I think that part of how we accumulate knowledge is by assigning names to things. The, the wife of one of the guys who runs the residency is a woman named Manuela Barile, and she's Italian. And I had been interested in using Latin, and so I had her singing the Latin taxonomical names of all of these same creatures, flora and fauna. So that's what you hear in the installation is these kind of whispered voices of the names of these ancestors from the cemeteries and the spoken Portuguese words for the local creatures and plants and then the sung Latin names of those same creatures. And then there are environmental recordings that were made at different times of day and they're separated by bells from the different chapels. Every morning, I would get woken up by the sound of cowbells walking past our house because one of the neighbors would walk her cows out to the pasture about 7 o'clock, and so there would be these cowbells. And so I was kind of interested in the cowbells and how that tied in with the other bells. As I was almost done with the piece, one morning I had woken up and I was taking a shower and I heard this sound through the like the window for the bathroom was open and I heard this sound outside and one of the other people in the village had taken their cows and let them graze down by the river which they're not really supposed to do but there was a whole bunch of them and they were just making this wide range of spatially located tinkling bell sounds and there were all these little frogs that were happening at the same time. So I threw on my clothes as fast as I could and grabbed my recording equipment and ran down there and got as close as I could to these cows and got this beautiful recording of just all this sort of stereo panorama of all these different cowbells mixed with little chirping frog sounds. And it was exactly the thing that I needed. So I originally presented this as a four-channel installation in the little chapel in Nodar. And I realized that, oh, well, that ambience in the chapel in Nodar was really kind of a perfect setting for it. And if I could create something like that 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 references that feeling of that place, that that would probably be the most sensible thing. So when you go in, you will see three wooden benches that sort of stand in for the the church pews, and the speakers are all covered with embroidered lace tablecloths to kind of mimic the altar in the the chapel, and they have candles on them, and that's it. It's just very simple. So it's it's basically dark, so it has a feeling of mysterious and contemplative... I guess I would hope that people get this sense of the continuity of people and relationship over time with the planet and with the land. Uh, And this idea about 
the accumulated knowledge of the natural world as something that matters, that's something that gets handed down. This program was produced as part of the Jack Straw Artist Support Program. Producer is Jenny Cecil Moore. Recording engineer is C.J. Lazenby. Jack Straw Executive Director is Joan Rabinowitz. The Jack Straw Artist Residency Programs are made possible with support from the Seattle Office of Arts and Cultural Affairs, Four Culture King County Lodging Tax Fund, Washington State Arts Commission, National Endowment for the Arts, the Paul G. Allen Family Foundation, Arts Fund, and individual contributors. Thank you for listening.